I think I was a bit like that with the first one because when I reread Oathbringer, I was like, oh, I oh, I did, I forgot that happened. Some of it I was like, oh yeah, I remember this bit. But so I was like, what? I remember that the sea is land and the land is sea in the beadland. In the beadland, yes. We rewrite the dads. 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 We read the dads, we read the dads, we read the dads. We read the dads, we read the dads. We read the dads, dads, dads. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Julia. I'm Danny. Today we are gonna kind of go back to the world of Brandon Sanderson books and rate the Cosmid ads that we haven't already looked at. Um, I shall refer you to our previous episode that we did at Stormlight Archive where we rated three of their ads. So if you wanna, yeah. So we're gonna, we're not gonna go back over. Lirin, Dalinar, or, um, I've forgotten his name, the king boy, Galabar. Yeah. Yes. I thought you meant, what's his face, his son, who also has a son. So <laughs> Elokar. Yeah. We should rate Elokar as a dad. I didn't actually have him on my list Ooh, of ones. I, there's not going to be much there. He was definitely a flatliner. It's cold here, so we're drinking tea. Yes, yes. Apologies for all of the slurpy sounds. Um, quick recap of the rating system. Sure. Flatliners. These are dads that we know are dads, but we don't really see them do much, so we can't rate their parenting skills. No. Nope. Just know, terrible dads should not have children. Yeah. Just, just the worst. Um, complex, kind of okay, but... Some of them are doing their best. Some of them are putting in minimal effort. Yeah. But it could be better. Yes, but there's definitely some kind of issue or, or two. There's room for improvement. Room for improvement, yeah. And valid, great dads. Great. Yeah. Doing their best. Doing their absolute best and nailing it, mostly. Hmm. Yeah. Right. So, if you don't know the um, kind Oops, of... Oxford Brandon Sanderson. Yes. That is a whole kind of set of a couple of different series books <gasps> that are all set in the same universe, but I various different worlds. I tell you thing that okay. I thought about last night, but we'll talk about this after the podcast. If you can't say that on the recording and then not tell everybody what it is. <laughs> It doesn't have anything to do with the thought. It just has to do with the um, the Wheel of Time books. Oh, okay, right. We'll we'll include it on the Wheel of Time episode. Okay, cool. So yeah, uh, some of Brandon Sanderson's books are not going to be involved in this because they're not set in this sort of like overarching universe. So we're just going to cover those because he has written a lot of books, and if we try to do all of them, yep. I think we die. Um. So, in brief, this is going to be the Stormlight Archive stuff. We've already looked at some of them. There are a few dads we didn't mention. There's going to be uh, the Mistborn universe. There's going to be Warbreaker and Elantris, which are both standalone yeah. novels. I think so. the idea is that they're like weird. They're weird energy orbs, weird energy beads, and they split up and they're in their own people. These people are gods, and they're messing up the universe. Is that right? Uh, kind of, yeah. They're different vibes. But, yes. The people infused with different vibes. The. The, like, the original god of the universe got broken into pieces. He vibed too hard. He vibed <laughs> too hard. And yeah, and so most of the worlds have a god or gods that are just, like, little pieces of the original one. Yeah. And so therefore have, like, a specific aspect, or as Danny says, a specific vibe. Right, um, where do you want to start? Uh, we can start with this first book. Elantris? Yeah. Yeah, I have not read this in a very long time, so Danny's going to be the expert. Um, so there are a couple of dads in it. There's, um, oh gosh, what's her face? The princesses. I read this book yesterday. Serene? Serene? 
Serene, I think. Serene. I was going to say Celine, and then I was like, no, it's not her, Celine. Her dad is the king. She's the princess of Teo. Um, she has problems because she's very tall and smart, and this intimidates boys. Um, <sighs> Men are terrible. Well, I know, but also, I think she, she A, just listens to what trash boys were saying, um, so now she's, like, got this, like, really negative self-image that she perpetuates, and, like, so mm. she maybe interprets everybody's actions as being, yes. nobody will ever love me because I'm tall. And probably also the low self-esteem means that she's less confident. She puts herself out there less and gets less good positive <laughs> less feedback. Less confident romantically, I feel. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, she's also like, I'm an old maid, I'm gonna die. I'm like, you're 24. You're 24? You're, you're a child. <laughs> you're a child. You're not a Your child. brain is, like, just finished developing. Um, so, but yeah, her dad's very loving and supportive. Um, he's always like, you'll do the best, or whatever. And she's always like, Dad, no, but I have real problems in that nobody wants to marry me, and I'm an old maid, so I have to marry this person politically for, for politics. She sets up this whole marriage with Prince Rowland of another country that she's never met to stop the spread of a religion that's different from theirs. Yeah. Which is bad. Yeah, you can tell it's evil because... There's, like, fighty monk guys, and they carve mm-hmm. stuff into their uh, yeah. arms. They wear, wear armor all the times. And also, they're very much like, it's our religion, or you're dead. Yeah. That's more of the bad thing. That's more of the bad They part. do have a very, like, evil aesthetic, though. They have a very evil aesthetic. And I always get, like, when I read the book, I always get super anxious, because, like, it's always like, they're going to win, they're going to cover the whole world in their, like, weird religion. I'm like... And then there's a part of me that's outside of myself, like, why are you worrying about this? You don't even know if this religion is bad. <laughs> Also, you've read this before and you know what happens. <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, well, he does, he does, I mean, he does a bunch of really dumb stuff. Like, he keeps asking her to come home because he's too dangerous. And she's like, no, Dad, I'm going to stay. Um, he also promises to convert to aforementioned religion, Shudereth. Shudereth. Yeah, we're going to do a lot of pronouncing stuff badly. I read this book a week ago, but I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> um... It's okay, you're a cat. You don't have properly formed vocal cords. I don't have properly vocal cords. Um, uh, I'm also dyslexic, so there are, there are, there's like shoe corinth, 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 the end, and the dad religion doesn't matter. Nobody cares. Um, so yeah, he converts to this one because um, the priest, the priest of the bad religion, mm. they we'll call it the red. We'll put it, give it a color. The red. Okay. They, because he has red armor, because all of them, the priests wear armor. It's, yeah. It's their outfit. It's weird. Um, he promises to save his daughter from this sort of disease, sort of pseudo-magic disease that she's contracted, where she turns into, like, another magical race called Atlantans. Atlantrans. Yeah. Um, and basically, there was this big civilization of Atlantrans. Oh, my God, I should have put this in at the start. Yeah, they... Could do all of this magic stuff, but then sometime in the past, the it was magic. Ten years ago. It was ten years ago. The Only magic stopped ago. working, and, and now they're all like sick. Become like wrinkled, weird living mummies, and they couldn't do magic anymore. And basically, there was a big riot where everybody sort of turned on them and burned them down and like destroyed their city and stuff. But people still become Atlanteans, Atlanteans, Atlantrans. Um, but they don't like. Uh, they become all wrinkly and they're all in pain and stuff like that, and all their hair pulled out and stuff. Um, so she gets this disease, it's not really, he just poisons her, so it looks like she gets the disease, but she never really becomes an atlantrin. Um, her dad agrees to convert to this religion, 
in order to uh, get the priest to save her because he showed that he could save himself from it because, again, he gave himself a potion to make it look like he became Merlin, but he didn't really. So it's all a big trick. It's a big trick. He gets tricked. And then later on, um, one of the weird ninja warrior monks, uh, weird thorny magic user mm. wizards, mm-hmm. kid grabs her, grabs the princess, and is like to her dad, like, you have to like bring all of your boats back in, or we'll kill your daughter. And he's like, oh shit, don't kill my daughter. And I'll bring all my boats I'll bring back. all my boats back in, and it's like a plot for them to go into the country and kill everybody. So I will say, I think he's a valid dad. I think he falls on the other side of this whole king dad problem. Yeah, I was going to say, he's like a good dad, maybe not such a great king. He's such a great king. Yeah. Um, which is also, yeah, so it's bad. Um, and then the other side of it, you have, um, again, you have Rowland's dad, Adrian, Ed- Adrian. Whatever. After the Atlanteans died and fell, mm-hmm. like this, this merchant class kind of rose up and seized power, and the most richest of them seized power and became king. Mm-hmm. And then he like invented this shitty system where all of like the people who were like craftsmen or like lived in the cities, he like he sort of insurfed them and sent them out to fields. Like he he sort of like pushed them down because before they didn't really like the the Atlanteans. Uh, Lanterns could like make food out of magic and like they could turn rubbish into food and stuff like that. Yeah, so, so it was like a bit of a utopia. It was like a proper utopia. Like most people went to school, most people were like kind of artisans or sort of like artists. There wasn't really a huge amount of like labor and stuff like that. There wasn't a huge amount of inequality because you sort of had like these god peeps who'd be like, how about you don't treat each other badly? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll sort out all your material needs <laughs> and now you have space to like be creative and yeah. be kind to each other yeah. and not be kind of any of the bad things that happen yeah. because your material needs are not met. Yeah, and so then they had to make this like farming culture and some people had plantations, but all of these people like remember the time before where they had rights and stuff, so he has to have like a brutal regime to kinda like Yeah. Make him do stuff. Um and he's not typically, he's not a very good king, he, like, the system he's created is relatively unstable, it's not very equal, uh, he's certainly not a good king, I mean, he's sort of, I mean, it was better than maybe the chaos that was before. Mm, but you could have looked at that situation and come up with a better solution than mm. maybe enslaving people. Yeah, I, I don't know, I mean, I've never been in that situation. Mm. Um, I'm sure it's not worse than many regimes that come out of civil war in real life. Yeah. I mean, it also is a book and this is not real. <laughs> yeah. So, but I, he also sort of gets really into cult stuff and starts sacrificing the maids in his yeah, kingdom. That's great. Uh, he's very, like, um, he's not very astute when it comes to politics or he, like, he doesn't necessarily think about the actions of other countries. He only sees, like, monetary stuff. He doesn't think about the dangers of people having motivations other than his own mm. yeah he's not a, he's not a politician people don't really like him um well then like he's sad when his dad dies like you you don't you, you don't hear about him finding out about it from his own words like well he you're not in his perspective when he finds out about it um but you kind of like hear about it you hear his thoughts later and he's talking about like how he, he knows that his dad wasn't a good king and that his dad wanted to, like, 
kick him out and disinherit him because people liked him better. Mm. Um, because rather than wanted to change the system and wanted people, the like poor people, to have more of a say. Um, but he does say that he liked more of the dad he had when he was a child, which mm. I think is valid. Uh, it's like a valid perspective to have. So I, I don't know. I think I put him down as. I don't know why I put those two down as. I think I put them both as complex. Maybe just. I don't know if I'd give. I'm sure he would have been an okay dad if he hadn't been a king. Yeah. But considering the fact that he wanted to disinherit his son. Yeah. I would say that's that's a sort of a just no move if it's for yeah. political motivation. Okay, so. okay, we'll put him down as just no. Uh-huh. Um, um, Should we. Is there anything, any other dads in Irish, or is it just those two? Yeah, there is this Uncle King. Yeah, her uncle. Well, yeah. Who's actually the, um, her, her father, who's King of Teo's brother. Um, he has a bunch of children. Um, his wife has two older children, I think, with her first husband. And one of them you find out is an Atlantrian. Who they have hidden, like they've used makeup and stuff, and they haven't told any about him, so he doesn't get thrown into the city and like ah. left for dead. I um, forgot about completely about that point. Yeah, um, so I say that's pretty valid. His children, like he encourages his children to like learn and stuff. Like the girl, one of his his daughters is very smart and intelligent. Uh, she's learning lots of different languages and stuff like that. Um, uh, yeah, I think he, and, um, he talks about how he thinks his other son, this is the two he has with his wife, mm-hmm. the younger son, um, I think is a bit worried because he can't keep up with his sister, um, so I think he's, he's aware of, like, his children's interiors, and that they have different struggles and things like that, and he's still very affectionate with his wife's children with, from her previous marriage, so I would say overall valid. Yeah, he sounds pretty valid. Sounds pretty valid. He's a big axe, and he tries to protect his family, and it's all good. Good. Great. Okay, should we do Mistborn stuff? So this is, um, there's two different series set on the same world, but we'll kind of look at the original one, um, which has a very kind of weird premise. Basically, the idea is that the, uh, like, the ruler of this, like, basically the entire world was supposedly this like chosen guy like thousand years ago who the hero of ages who was going to save them all from like their deepness and this like horrible cataclysm was going to happen but turns out he's not great and he's kind of a horrible evil emperor and maybe didn't even save them from in the end um and a lot of the population of the world is like this lower class of people who are all like basically enslaved um and then there's like these nobility and then there's like the the rule Lord Emperor, by his name? Emperor. The Lord Ruler. There Lord we go. Lord Ruler. There we go. It took me for ages <clears throat> to get that, yeah. Um, who's like above everybody else. Um, and the idea is that there is uh, basically a group of people who are going to effectively do a heist, but the heist is to overthrow the Lord Ruler, and they've been hired by like the resistance of the underclasses to like overthrow him but they're like thieves and stuff um so there are there are a few dads in it 
But you can't see the magic system. Oh yeah, the magic system is weird. But like, it makes perfect sense when you're reading it. But when you try to explain it to anybody else, you're like, yeah. So they eat metal. They eat metal. And then they can burn the metal in their stomach, and they can have weird powers depending on what type of metal it is. Yeah. And, so and if they can burn that metal, there are people who can burn air, like all, like several different types of metal. And they're called Mistborn. They're called Mistborn, and then there are people who can just burn one type of metal. Yeah. Uh, and so they only have one ability. And they're misting. Misting, yeah. Misting. And then there's also a separate magic system where you have, like, bracelets and stuff made out of metal and you can store attributes in them. Yeah. So, like, you can be sick, really sick for a couple of days and store up health and then later on if you get a cut, you can use your, you can pull it out of your bracelet and turn it into healing power. And if you can burn it, the the same metal, you can just (laughs) burn it and then store it. So you, like... Yeah, you can, like, get, like, exponential returns because you can just... Get store. the ability from metal and then store it, and then, and then when you burn the stored metal, you get it back like ten times stronger as well. Yeah. Anyway, um, uh, also there is a third type where you put spikes in you of different types of metals. Yeah, you you murder people with spikes and steal their abilities, and then put those spikes in yourself so you get them. Yeah, yeah, that's called hemology. So it's all metal based. Prime Sense loves a good magic system. Yeah, he likes to have his rules, and so he can do fun things with his rules by combining them in different ways. Anyway. So a couple of dads, um, not a huge focus on dadding, to be honest. There is, uh, Vin's dad is sort of a character who's kind of mentioned. He's in the background. You don't ever really meet him. No. But the identity of her father is like an important plot point. Yeah. Um, because she is one of the Scar, which is the underclass. But she's also a Mistborn. And that's not supposed to be able to happen because the magical abilities are only supposed to be in the nobility class. You inherit them. Yeah, and you inherit them and they're from your parents. And you're allowed to have a scar mistress, but you can't if you're to murder the children. Yeah, you have to murder her so that she doesn't have any children in the first place. That's yeah. the rule, yeah. Like, you you can sleep with a scar lady, but then you have to kill her afterwards. Yeah. It's pretty brutal, basically, this world that they're in. Yeah. Um, so she's kind of, there's quite a few of these around, they've kind of gone undetected, where um, either the woman managed to trick the noble into thinking that she was also nobility, or the dad just didn't Maybe didn't he wanted, I don't know, he didn't murder her for a reason. Yeah, or if it was the other way around, if it was like a nobility lady sleeping with a scar man, even though that's apparently a lot less likely to happen. I don't know. I felt like that probably would happen. Yeah. Um, and then she probably wouldn't want to kill herself. So yeah. there we go. Um, <gasps> we forgot about the jellies. The jellies? The jellies. Oh, the um, uh, the mistress and the, the candra. Yeah, okay. Complete other separate bit of magic system. It's not really a magic system. It's just weird things. The jellies. The jellies. Uh, the mistress are weird blobs that can like... They, like, digest corpses that have been left around, and they take their bones, and they make them into, like, their own skeleton. They're my favorite. And they just, like, shuffle around in the night, and, like, are weird and Some of them make their own skeletons out of, like, jade and stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, so the Kandra are, like, like, the Pokemon evolution of the Mistwraiths, and they, like, are intelligent, and they can, uh, they can, like, take the form of anything if they've got the bones of it, so they use it for, like, disguising themselves as, like, people and being spies and infiltrating places and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's one who has, who, get, who eats a wolf. 
she gives him a wolf. Is it, is it soon? Uh, it's a dog. It's a yeah. wolfhound. Yeah, wolfhound yeah. dog. And then later on, when you come back to the wolves, the, the books afterwards, they're like plushies that you can buy of him. And yeah, like, ten soon. Ten like, soon. And they're called soonies. They're called soonies. Yeah. And he's like, like, by the time you know what's up. Oh, yeah. Initially, he's very offended by the fact that she makes him be, pretend to be a dog because he's like, I'm an intelligent being. And then he's like, actually, this is great. Nobody knows who I am and I can run around and jump on things and, and I can around, buy them with my jaws. Spoilers, Jen. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I like this wolf form now. It reminds me of him. Yeah. And then you cry. Yeah. And then you buy, like, 1,000 Sunnies. Can we buy Sunnies online? I bet I'm sure there probably are some big merchandise. If they're not trying to stand to get on that. Yeah, you missed out on merchandising opportunity. I'm sure he is. I'm sure he's like, got it. Yeah. He's making um, children's books of some of the stories that Hoyd tells him. Some of the things, like the dog and dragon. be in there. Yeah. Anyway. Um... So, Vin's dad is um, one of the noble classes, and he's also a member of, like, the religious, like, elite who are called oh. obligators, and they're, like, the priests of the Lord Ruler's religion. And the Lord the Ruler's religion is basically... Do, um, they're the ones that do the nailing, right? Or is that the investors? That's the inquisitors who are, like, a, are, like, a part of them. They're, like, mm. the assassin versions of the obligators that have, like, super cool powers because... Spoilers, they use lots of hemorrhagy and steal everybody's powers so that they can be really strong. Really strong. They've got put spikes, spikes through their eyes. Um, but they can still see, apparently, um, sort of, with, with their magic powers. Yeah, they're creepy. Um, and so she's got a brother who is her half-brother because he's just, like, a normal, no magic powers kid. Really? Oh yeah, when I wonder if she had a she had a sister. She had a, and she also had a younger sister who was also the daughter of her dad, who had powers. But her mum went crazy and murdered her younger daughter, and then um, gave Vin an earring, which you find out much later is also a hemorrhagic spike, but it's in the form of an earring. And she stole the younger daughter's powers and gave it to Vin, yeah. as which boosted one of... Because Vin was already a Mistborn anyway, but she boosted one of the extra powers mm-hmm. that she had that made her stronger than everybody else in this particular aspect. Yeah, well, it made her vulnerable to influence from... The ruin. Yeah. yeah, the two gods, the two, like, yeah. the vibes from the the original god are ruin and preservation, so you can imagine how much they like working together. They really hate it. They really hate it. Um... Ruin's trying to destroy everything, and Preservation's just like, I'm holding on by the skin of my teeth, and I can't do anything. Sheep. Um, I put too much of my power into making people, and so they could be intelligent, and I could have fun friends to play with, and now Ruin's killing me. That's basically what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, her dad is obviously completely out of the picture for, like, the majority of the thing. Yeah. Um, and when the um, Inquisitors find out about her, they're trying to figure out who her dad is. So she gets captured at one point and they spend a lot of time trying to like, interrogate her and find out who he is. And she doesn't know. Um, so I don't know if we can like really rate him. No. But the fact that he didn't actually kill her mom, mm-hmm. potentially a slight positive. He wasn't as completely an utmost awful that he could possibly have been. Not as bad as you could have been, sticker. Yeah, but of a poop. He wasn't really there, so. No, uh, I think maybe flatliner. Yeah, he doesn't dab much. He doesn't dab much. So flatliner slash like, I mean, she doesn't really have any dad issues. No. Are we gonna rate Kelsia as her? Yeah. Um, like father figure yeah. instead. Yeah. Okay. 
So uh, Vin eventually gets discovered as being a misborn by um, Kelsia, who is kind of like, I'd say Vin is the main character of the whole series, but in the first book, Kelsia is like an equal main character as well. And he's the leader of this gang that's trying to overthrow the Lord Ruler. And he's like mm-hmm. kind of a like a rogue and he is very good at like conning people. He's an Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, kind of style character. He's like going to be her mentor and teach her how to use her powers properly because she's she's not really aware of that. She has this idea that she has like something that makes her a little bit more lucky, but she's never been taught and she's never had access to enough of the different types of metals to really yeah. learn how to use it properly. Um, and he is going to also teach her how to be a thief and a con artist so that she can help them out in their scam. And she is supposed to be um, like impersonating a young noblewoman from, like, a far-off house so she can be a spy and an ability for them and, like, find out information and feed it back to the yeah. gang. And that's kind of her role. Um, and I'd say, like, Kelsey does kind of an okay job. Um, he's he's a good teacher of the, like, the misborn powers to her and, like, gives her this thing that she would never have really been able to access otherwise. And, like, one of the the sets of powers involves iron and steel and allows you to, like, push around on other metals so you can use it to, like, fly around and fight people. You don't need a gun if you can just make a coin fly really fast through the air into somebody's head. Yeah. Yeah, violence. Um, and so she gets, like, the freedom of the night and she, like, really, that's, like, a really big part of Vin's personality that she just, like, enjoys being able to, like, fly through the mists and mm-hmm. sneak around and stuff like that. Um... I'd say he's pretty supportive of her, but he doesn't like the guy that she falls in love with because no. Ellen is a noble and she meets him when she's going to these parties and she's like, well, he seems all right. He's like the only, he's the only one that seems all right because he's like, uh, the world is kind of shit and the Lord Ruler's rules are really make every, life horrible for everybody and we should do something about it. Um, Ellen's very much like a... He's doing his best. He's a sweet boy. Yeah. He's like... Everybody can agree. They're like, he's a sweetie. Yeah. Even if they kind of hate, like, even if they kind of think he's a fucking sweetie who needs to grow up. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> also, I kind of want to murder him because he's a noble and I hate all nobles. Yeah. I want them all to die. And you're yeah. like, Kelsey, please, like, some of them, I mean, most of them are bad. But, like, Alain's okay, okay? Don't murder him. He's trying his best. He's trying his best. Um, and so he's not very supportive of that, but towards the end of the first book, um, Ellen's trying to find Vin because she's been captured or he thinks something's happened to her uh, and he like runs over to Kelsia because he's found out about this whole schemey thing and asks him where she is and he's like oh okay I guess you do actually care about her you're alright really and he saves him because he's going to get killed by one of the Inquisitors yeah. so he runs right into a fight because Ellen's like that he does that sort of he's thing a he's a sweetie um, but then also Kelsia does die at the end of the first book. Spoilers! You should totally read my spawn, but um, he gets... He's, he, he gets stabby-stabbed by the Lord Ruler. Many times. Yeah, he gets speared through the chest, and then he also backhands him and, like, completely smashes his face in because the Lord Ruler's got all of the powers. He's yeah. He's got the, like, I can store things powers, and also I can use burn the metal powers, so he, like, compounds them to be extremely strong at everything. Yeah. And, like, you could... He's OP! You could smash his head in and then he would just, like, heal it back because he's got so much healing power. And he's used this, like, anti-aging power of it as well to, like, live forever. forever. 
He's been like. I think he's. I think Kalia's Kalia's pretty good. Kelsia. Kelsia. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. There's so many similar names. Kelsia's pretty good. I think he's. A, I think he's more invested in being a dad than Vin. He's very much like, oh, if Mary and I had a daughter, she's just like you. And you're like. That is a little. And and Vin's like, cool. I guess. Cool. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Tell me more about Miss Bonnie. He's like, all oh, right, you're like my daughter. She's like, okay. I think if he had longer to be dad before he got killed yeah. we would have seen some more flaws come out because Kelsey's ego is very he's very ego and he's very much like I don't know I don't think he I mean I think he he's very supportive of Ben just like oh I'm doing my best I don't know if he could stand to not be the hero if he wasn't dead yeah I mean that's the whole reason why he's dead right yeah. he was like oh I'm gonna make myself a martyr and then there's there's after this point, there's like this whole religion about Kelsia. Yeah, yeah. Because like gonna come back because he survives. Because he's the survivor of the pits of Hassan. Yeah, the, the stuff. Yeah. Anyway, um, so I'd say from what we see, valid. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Did cool. he murder his wife? No. Uh, she gave him. So they were both imprisoned in this like horrible mine place called the pits of Hassan, yeah. and. Um, they had to get like one thing of atom, which is like this really rare metal, every week, or mm-hmm. they'd be killed. Oh, yes. And she gave hers to him and told him that she had two, and then she got murdered in front of him. Yeah. And then he snapped. Yeah. Understandably. Mm-hmm. It's a real problem with Brandon Sanderson's books is that he like layers in all the details. You're like, just tell me what happens, Brandon. Yeah. You're know, like, and it's it's very like quite fast paced plot as well. So you're just like, I'm just gonna churn through this, churn, 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 churn. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, other Miss Dads is Alain's dad, uh, Straff Ventura. He is the worst. He's just a dad. I think we can say that without... Yeah. Um, he... Uh, is he trying to have him murdered? He tries to have Alain murdered at some point. There's a whole bit that after the Lord Ruler is defeated and taken down, like, the second two books are kind of set like, up to that point. Well, shit. And Alain's like... I'm, he tries to kind of take over as, as king to be like a benevolent ruler and he has like this whole like democratic council set up and he's doing okay, I guess, but it's, it's a difficult job. And the problem is, is that, was it like, he's not got a lot of charisma initially. They improve that, but. Also like Lord Ruler, he, you kind of find out that like, he didn't go into this with bad intentions. Yeah. He came into this. Try to 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 fix the problem. Was it they? The world's getting too cold. Yeah. So the like the mist was there was this mist coming in and it was like blocking out the sunlight. Yeah. This uh, is this is this was ruin. Trying to kill everybody. It sort of. Yeah. Wasn't it ruin? It was it was actually preservation trying to stop ruin. Stop ruin. Okay. Um, was something happening. Yeah. Something was happening. You know, there was like oh god, this mist, this mist, whatever. He gets this magical powers from the Well of Ascension because he thinks he's the hero of ages, and he moves the world close to the sun to get rid of the mist. He overshoots. So, yeah, he 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 cooks it. He does not have enough like background scientific knowledge to be in charge of this. So he's doing. I mean, so he and then he's like, well, fuck, everything's too hot, so let's make volcanoes make a big ash 
to get rid of the sun. And he's just like, he's just on the back foot the whole way. And he's like, oh no, there's now there's lots of ash. So let's make some bacteria that'll eat the ash or something. And then uh, like. But now we have to make a, now it's going to be loads of people's jobs to farm in this. Oh shit, they keep going to die. Okay, we're going to make people hardy. We're going to make people hardy so that they live. Okay, and he so makes the scar. Yeah, and then he's like, oh no, now I made a slave class. Well, I guess I get to be the, the ruler of everything. So <laughs> I'm doing my best. Okay, but I'm forced everything. I don't want my friends to die. So let's feed them weird rocks to make them misborn and also make them jellies. He makes a re- he makes a bunch of jellies. He makes a bunch of jellies. Yeah. So the, he he's technically misborn. the dad of the Kandra. So yes, he's they're, they're, the they're like our father. They actually do refer to him as that. So we, we could totally write him as dad as well. He made them. <laughs> he made them. Um, well, he can kind of do whatever. Yes. He made the first generation, and then then like they started making new versions of themselves. So I guess he's not really the dad to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I would say he made them. He gives them like one thing to do, which is to look after all the Atium so yeah. that Ruin can't get it back because it's part of Ruin's power. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And they do that job, and it's quite a good plan. If you told people about it. Yeah. He, but yeah, you kind of yeah, so you're basically like, well, Ruin, you suck, but also I could. I mean, I would. I would also bone it. <laughs> I would yeah, bone I'd probably bone it in a different way, but I'd still do bad at this. Um, anyway, so, now, but now he's been defeated, there's nothing to, like, hold Ruin at bay, and... Because he didn't tell anybody that there's a weird, malicious god. Yeah, so they, the second two books is them trying to slightly rebuild society, and then be like, oh shit, everything's getting worse. Everything's getting Let's worse. Let's try and stop there's the whole world. There's a well of ascension. Let's get that. Let's yeah. get that power. Ooh, there's all, like, these weird, they have to write it in metal. There's, like, all these stuff, because Ruin can't see it, they've Wait. written it in metal. Yeah, okay, so last Nisbon Dads, um... Yeah, so... I think complex for Lord Ruler with the, with the, with the Kendra. Kendra. Yeah, yeah. He kind of lets them get on, and got on with things. He's not, like, actively malicious towards them. He's just yeah. kind of bad to everybody else. Yeah. Um, did we did we say why Straff was so bad? He tried to murder his son. Oh, he tried to murder his son. Yeah, because he was trying to be... He was trying to set himself up as king instead of villain. Yeah. Um, and he has another son called Zane, I think, who's, like, <laughs> his, his, like, like, air quotes bastard from one of his mistresses, who's, oh, who's, a mis- who's a misborn, and he's, like, complete psycho, because his dad basically tortures him. He's very, like, power-hungry. Yeah. Um, are there any other misborn dads? I was going to do Wax and Wayne series, but we don't have time for that at the moment. We can do that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what about Calendon's dad? Calendon and... What's-his-face's dad? Do you mean Calcio Marsh's dad? Yes! Um, I don't think there's much mention of him. No. He's a noble, and Kelsey Marsh's mom is a scar, and she convinces their dad that she's actually noble. And, and then he kills when he finds out. But that's after they've already quite old. Yeah, they so run it's away. not. Yeah, and then they run away. And they've been raised as nobility, so they know more about that than most of the rest of the scar. Yeah. Mm, just not. Yeah. Probably, yeah. You murder your kid's mom. Not great. Not great look. Hey everyone, it's Julia, just closing off the episode. This turned out to be a really long one, so we are going to come back in part two next time and finish off the rest of the Brandon's Anderson dads. Hope you enjoy it. See you then.